Are your children grown? How involved are you in their daily lives? Two new Pew Research Center surveys say parents are texting several times a week and offering advice and financial support. Uh, Let's take a closer look at this with Ellie Lebowitz, director of the Program for Anxiety Disorders at the Yale Child Study Center. Ellie, good to have you here. Um, Why are we in such close touch with our kids? I got to be honest with you, texting several times a week, um, I probably do it several times a day. (laughs) <laughs> well, you're not alone in that in that case. Thanks for having me on. Of course. I, I think uh, we are, in general, living in a much more connected world. Our expectation of contact in an ongoing kind of way is so much greater than it ever used to be in the past, right? We're not writing letters and getting them a month letter- later. We're having a thought and sending it out right then. And so if you're thinking of your kid or if they're thinking of you, All it is is a short text message away, and I think we're seeing that play out in lots of people's lives. Oh, that's so true, and it's not just the texting. It's, oh, hey, look at this Instagram post or this or Mm -hmm. that. There are just a million ways to communicate with them. Um, Is it also, though, that they need us a little bit more nowadays because of anxieties? You know, I think that really when we think about how parents are kind of involved in their kids' lives, it's never really about uh, too much or too little or is it good or bad. It's more about what is the message that a parent is sending to a child. And so if you have a child and they are prone to anxiety, for example, you could be very involved in their life, but the message that you're sending can be a message of support that says, I get it here. You are facing challenges. I'm there to help you but I believe that you can handle those challenges. Whereas another parent might be sending the message, I know how anxious you are. I know you can't deal with things. And so I'm going to step in. I'm going to be there in place of you. And I think it's really a lot more about what message are we sending? Is it one of support and confidence? Or is it that very protective message that can actually have a kind of weakening aspect to it? Because I'm saying I don't really believe in you. I think that message is a lot more important than how much are we actually involved in in a kid's life? And that's true in childhood. And then it's also true when they're grown. That That is so, so true. And, you know, again, personally, I, I try very hard to be a somewhat neutral sounding board and just really listen and then, you know, let them work it out. Them, I know you'll work it out kind of thing. And mm-hmm. yeah. So at, at what point does it veer then from just being a good listener, a good sounding board, being there for your kids, being close with them to being the dreaded, uh, you know, helicopter parent? Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I think it really starts with how do you see this child? Like, do, do you actually see them as a person who can face a challenge, but overcome it? And that, like I said, starts really early and then um, and then it can continue on. When you are there in that supportive way, I think that's really terrific and can continue so much longer. And, you know, adult children today might be they might be the first generation of adult children who actually have parents who themselves grew up having conversations that are, you know, relating to how they feel and and talking about mental health and stigmatizing it less. And so maybe they're able to be there for them in that really supportive way. But when you really are you know, committed to 
I'm going to be the parent that makes sure that my child never has to face difficulty because they're not going to be able to. I think that's when you really get stuck. And we see alongside all these really thriving young adults who are working and, and building their lives and getting a lot of support emotionally and financially from their parents. Alongside that, we also see a growing number of adult children who are not successfully transitioning into adulthood, who are really stuck in life, not really going to school or getting a job, maybe living at home year after year without really doing something. And I think that, you know, that that can really relate to that difference in the message that you're that you're sending. We want to be there supporting uh, our kids at at every age. You know, I'm I'm uh, 50 years old. I still talk to my dad who's in his 90s when I want advice. And that's an amazing resource for me. Mm -hmm. But we also want to be in enabling them to take those steps toward independence and not be there instead of them kind of allowing right. them to avoid those steps. Right. Ellie Lebowitz, director of the Program for Anxiety Disorders at the Yale Child Study Center. We thank you so much.